it feels to me like the Cincinnati Bearcats could use a few more rivalries once they join the Big 12. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we thank you very much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube, where we are now up to a whopping 281 subscribers and counting. So hit that subscribe button, follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode of Lockdown Bearcats. So I, I, I've been thinking about this. Um, I had on the host of Lockdown Steelers, Chris Carter, which... You know, that was a great interview, but I kind of got away from Bearcats content that day, and I kind of felt bad for for all of you listening. That one didn't get a lot of views on YouTube, which was understandable, but he said something really interesting that has stuck with me, and that is that there aren't many, you know, kind of lost, you know, what what did he say? Something about rivalries, you know, have kind of lost their, their, you know, um presence in college football the college football needs more rivalries and you know particularly Cincinnati needs some rivals so I've been thinking and and I thought about this Cincinnati when um, we think of rivals with Cincinnati we think of Miami Ohio and football and that's it we think of Xavier and basketball and that's it and football to me is about rivalries and there are a lot of rivalries in college football there really are I agree with what Chris is saying that UC needs some rivals, but I also think there's plenty of rivalry in college football. Ohio State, Michigan, USC, UCLA, the Red River Shootout, um, West Virginia Pitt, the Backyard Brawl, though I don't think that rivalry is played anymore. Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, USC, rivalries like that. Uh, Alabama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl, LSU has plenty of rivals, Georgia, Florida. So those rivalries there. But Cincinnati, it feels like we are missing out on some of them. It really does feel like we're missing out on the fun that rivalries can be. I really feel that way. So going into the Big 12, I think we need to start forming some rivalries at the University of Cincinnati. I don't feel like the Bearcats have one. And if you're going to tell me that, well, yeah, they do, it's Miami, Ohio, just stop right there. That's not a rivalry. UC has kicked Miami's ass the last 15 years, 16 years. Ever since Ben Roethlisberger left. So there is a a sense that there needs to be more rivalries. True rivalries. Going back to the Big East days when you had the keg of nails rivalry with Louisville, the River City rivalry with Pitt, you had another rivalry with West Virginia because of the close proximity. I feel like if Cincinnati can get back those rivalries, they won't get in with Louisville and Pitt. But if they can get back the West Virginia rivalry and add some others, that's going to make college football a lot of fun. Basketball is great because you have the Crosstown shootout in Xavier and its proximity and its civic division and all those things that Jay Billis has said. But when it comes to football, like there's nothing like a football rivalry. There's nothing like a Ohio State-Michigan or a Bears-Packers or any rivalry in football, college football, Alabama and Auburn, two fan bases that are going to go absolutely crazy in the fall. They're going to tailgate before the games. They're going to go to the games and be out in full throw. want to rip the other team's head off. 
That's what I want in football when UC joins the Big 12 when it comes to a rivalry like that. And it feels to me like the University of Cincinnati needs some more rivalries. So let's look at some teams that could be some rivals for Cincinnati heading into the Big 12. We will get into that next after a word. Rock Auto, that's what this episode is brought to you by. With the ever-increasing numbers, makes and models, it's now impossible for you to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why do you want to endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And questioning, excuse me, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer warehouse happens to carry. Well, guess what? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can eat, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked down in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Let's start with Central Florida because I think this is a rivalry in the making if it's not one already. This is a rivalry that has potential to – it's already started in the American. It's going gonna, it's gonna to carry over into the Big 12. Here are some things I think about when I think of Cincinnati versus Central Florida. Both teams have passionate fan bases. Both teams have incredible venues for a college football game. You, I've had people tell me, Cincinnati fans, USF fans, tell me, South Florida fans, that is, USF. I've had those fans tell me, oh, gosh, the, ba- the balance house from Atlanta, that stadium sucks, dude. And I'm like, dude, you watch a game on TV when that stadium is packed and it's a night game. It is an unbelievable environment. I remember when UC played down there in 2018. Just how um, raucous that environment was. So you've got both fan bases who are passionate. Sorry. The other thing you have is both both teams have had brushes with the college football playoff. UCF, remember, was that first school from a group of five to really have a compelling argument to say, hey, we should be let in. We're the only undefeated team in the country, and you're just going to disregard us because we play in the American? And they did that for two years. Cincinnati ultimately got into the playoff. Cincinnati got into the college football playoff. Both teams have had brushes with the CFP, though. And UCF, I think, might have some animosity towards Cincinnati. If the rivalry has not begun already, it will on October 29th of 2022 when the Bearcats play in Orlando. That is the fir- that will be the first time that the that UCF will see Cincinnati since they went to a place where only they could dream 3 years ago and that's the college football playoff. That will be the first time since 2018 that the Bearcats will play in front of a full packed house at Spectrum Stadium in Orlando. If the rivalry is not started yet, it will that day and it will carry over into the Big 12. Plus, think about it. Cincinnati and Orlando, right? Two mid-major markets. Two um, schools who are in metropolitan areas. And it's the fact that, you know, it's Orlando, right? It's Disney World. It's, you know, Florida. You know, it's sunny and 70 most of the year down there in the summer. It's probably a little hotter. But it's still the – it's just, you know – 
people in Cincinnati, they want to go to Disney World and they're jealous that the foot and, and they were jealous while that the football team was in the spotlight, was the pole setter of the conference, was in the pole position of the American Athletic Conference. Cincinnati's kind of dethroned UCF. Um, they've played in close games over the years in football. Look, the game in 2020 was way too close for comfort. 2019 was close. That was expected if UCF is going to win that game. And then you look at some games in basketball over the years. 2018, 2019, the Bearcats won. I'm sorry, they won one of those games by five. They lost the other by three. And they played two close games the next year. And then the following year, they played two really close games again. So there's, you know, when we think of a rivalry, it's not just the animosity that the, that the fan bases have towards each other. It's also the close games. That forges a rivalry. Why do you think Manning Brady was a rivalry? Because they played close games. Yeah, Brady won all the games. But still, you knew that there was going to be a competitive spirit to the game. So I think Central Florida could be UC's chief rival in the Big 12 when it comes to football. It, and by the way, if you want to say it's Miami, it's not. Okay? And I I tried to, you know, hype up the rivalry when I was in school. I tried to embrace it. But you know Luke Fickle and the guys will embrace it. At the end of the day, you're going to the Big 12. And if your main rival is somebody from the Mid-American Conference, is that really doing you any good? I don't think it is. I don't think it's good to, as a Power 5 school, your main rival is a group of five school, and arguably, as Russ Heltman has pointed out on this podcast before, the worst conference in college football. You can't have that. You need your rival to be somebody from the big somebody from the Big 12 or somebody from a power five school. Xavier in basketball is fine because the Big East is still, in my opinion, a power conference. It is a very good basketball conference. But in football, you need to have some power five rivalries. Or at least rivalries with teams who are, you know, legitimate, not Miami, Ohio. So that's why I think UCF could be the main rival for Cincinnati in football. Think about it. Four of the last five conference championships have gone to these two teams. And UC has played in three of three championship games. UCF has played in two. So it's a rivalry forged on success. It's a rivalry forged on passionate fan bases. It's a rivalry forged on who was going to get into the CFP, and ultimately Cincinnati did, and they can hold it over UCF's heads for the foreseeable future. And UCF fans, I guarantee you, do not like that because they had signs at College Game Day four years ago that said, we want Bama. Well, guess who ultimately got Bama? Cincinnati. And that's something UCF's fan base can hold over Orlando's heads for a long, long time. Another rivalry. West Virginia. By the way, same with another thing about UCF, school enrollment. Like it's huge in both in both schools. I think UCF is the highest enrolled school in Florida. So every single year. And I'll tell you that's because the athletics are doing so well. West Virginia. The only rivalry that didn't have a name in the Big East Conference when Cincinnati was there. I think that rivalry could come back this year. You think about it. The proximity between the two teams is close. The fact that it's a metropolitan, you know, city team in Cincinnati versus a, a a more of more of a rural country school, country roads take me home in Morgantown, West Virginia. 
You have Bob Huggins, you know, still coaching the Mountaineers. He's going to be returning. So that's a rivalry that could form on the basketball court. You know, and the fact that it's only four hours. So you're going to have a lot of red and black in the stands in Morgantown when Cincinnati goes there. You're going to have a lot of red and black when Cincinnati plays West Virginia in basketball. And you know you're going to have the same when West Virginia comes to play the Bearcats. It's there. You're going to have a lot of yellow in the stands for both football and basketball. So this rivalry is built on proximity. It's built on, you know, Bob Huggins. It's built on the stark contrast of the two campuses. One's, one's urban, one's rural. So that's a huge development here. And that's why I think the rivalry will be reignited once UC joins the Big 12. I mean, these two teams, I think, are the closest in terms of proximity. The Big 12 is West Virginia and Cincinnati, and then it's Florida, and then all the way over in Texas, the Great Plains, sorry, and then out in Provo, Utah, and BYU. So that's why you gotta have you got to have your closest proximity opponent. you got to have that in your main rival, and that is West Virginia. All right, so we've got UCF and West Virginia. There are some other schools, including a Blue Blood, that I think could be a rival for Cincinnati. We'll touch on that next after a word from our friends at Built Bar. From the people who have invented healthy and tasty. What a good combo that is. Comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. But guess what? Your friends have given it the puffs treatment. That's right. Coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. Why? Low calorie, high protein, and all delicious coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they are because they taste amazing. All built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. I don't have a doctor, and I just told you that. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them gluten-free or guilt-free. Excuse me. Maybe they do make them gluten-free, though, because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect when you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they are an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet, brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED. 15 for 15% off at built.com. Let's talk about Kansas for a minute because it's the team that I think most excites Bearcats fans about going to the Big 12. If, if, if I ask you a question, if I ask you what school in the Big 12 most excites you, I'm saying Kansas. And if I'm, I, I'm saying that football and men's basketball combined, I'm saying Kansas most excites me. The basketball matchups with Kansas are what intrigues me the most about UC joining the Big 12. Two historic programs, two of the nicest arenas in the Big 12, probably the two nicest arenas, Blue Blood versus name brand. Cincinnati tried to be who Kansas was for so long, for 15 years. Kansas has won two national championships since Cincinnati and the Bob Huggins era. And they're the defending national champions. And you know they are historically incredibly successful. So that's what stands out to me about this rivalry. It's It would be a true basketball rivalry. Kansas comes to fifth, third, new arena, you know, 
one of the loudest arenas in the conference, if not, excuse me, the country. And then UC returns the favor, excuse me, goes to Allen Fieldhouse, the most, the oldest arena in college basketball, but yet it's still got its charm. It's still a very difficult place to play. It's a historic place for two historic basketball programs. That's something that would be cool. So I think Kansas could be a basketball rivalry for Cincinnati. Football, eh, not so much. But basketball, between the two passionate fan bases, you know, um, down the drive and rock chalk Jayhawk, I mean, that could be a fun rivalry for the student bodies of both campuses, let alone the uh, the players and the teams. Plus, it's, you know, West Miller, North Carolina, Roy Williams, Disciple versus Bill Self, who's this coaching god with two national championships. So I'm looking forward to seeing that rivalry. Cincinnati has always been kind of on that second, third tier of teams, great programs in college basketball. Kansas has been number one because they are the winningest program in college basketball history, just overtook Kentucky this year. So Cincinnati is who Kansas wants to be. Kansas is going to be out to defend their supremacy in the Big 12. Cincinnati, though, they got to go out and say, hey, we're here to play too. And you also have to think about, okay, the Big 12 tournament is hosted by Kansas City, which means it's really hosted by the Kansas Jayhawks. So the way I look at that is, okay, Cincinnati – they have had a lot of great moments in Kansas City. This, you know, the AFC Championship game this past year, the Final Four, clinching a berth to the Final Four in 1992. There are a lot of great moments for Cincinnati in Kansas City. So they are looking for other moments. If they play Kansas in the Big 12 Championship or the Big 12 Semifinals or the Big 12 whatever, you know, that's going to be a little budding rivalry as well. So... Another team, Houston. And I say that because you scratched the last two years. Look at when the Bearcats men's basketball program was at its peak under Mick Cronin and a little bit in the first year under John Brandon. Look at how many games between the two teams were close. Look at how many games were close in terms of proximity. In terms of the, I'm sorry, in terms of the margin of victory. You go back to 2018. Bearcats rally from down 18. Then they lose to, by five at Houston. They win the championship game by a point. You know, the games in the regular season and postseason 2019 were all close. You know, Houston wins by seven in the regular season. Then Cincinnati beats them in the tournament. Um, Cincinnati wins a close game by two in 2020. One of the loudest games I've been to or commentated. And then Houston returns the favor in Houston. There have been close games in that rivalry. And I only feel like once Cincinnati gets their program going, and I know they lost by 22 to Houston last year at home. They played them tough on the road. They played them really tough on the road, and they played them tough in the conference tournament. Like, I know it's so easy to say, yeah, they're 0-5 or 0-6 in their last six games against Houston. That's fine. But when the Bearcats program is competitive and when they're at their best, it is a very, very fun rivalry. Cincinnati and Houston. And I think it could be that way in the in the Amer- in the Big 12. Right now, Houston is who Cincinnati was and then some. They've been to two straight Elite Eights. They've been to a Final Four. They've got maybe one of the best teams in the country this year. So we look at um, going up against that team. And that's a rivalry that could, want, like UCF, start in the AAC and then get to 
the Big 12. It will. And think about the football program at Houston. They're on the rise. I mean, they were, you know, everybody kept talking about, oh, Cincinnati, look how great they are. Cincinnati getting in the playoffs. This can happen, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. Okay. Houston was 11 and 1. And if they had won the AAC championship game at fourth ranked Cincinnati, they would have been in a New Year's Six bowl game, potentially, and probably likely. Houston's program is on the rise. This year, they have a fourth year quarterback, they have an explosive wide receiver. Their running back is injured. Maybe he'll come back. They also have a pretty good defense. That's a rivalry that you could start to see in the conference championship game this year in the American and then go into the Big 12. Plus, it's Cincinnati and Houston, two metropolitan cities. You know, you got Cincinnati, you know, Midwest, small town, you know, pride, blue collar, and then Houston, fourth largest city in the country. And, you know, hot and humid, but everything's bigger in Texas, they say. So you got that. You have a lot of, you know, chance to really, and Houston's got a nice new arena to the Fertitta Center. Houston's got something going with their conference or um, with, with their program. So that's a rivalry, too, that I could see. I got some other rivalries, too. BYU. I like the intrigue. And I don't know if you, re- if you remember this, if you listening remember this. But throughout the 2020 season, when the first year of Cincinnati, hey, maybe they'll be in the college football playoff. When the first thought of that hit, I think a lot of us said, okay, you know, a lot of us were, you know, excited. Then you had these fans at BYU who kept saying on Instagram on these fan pages, oh my God, we beat you guys by, we would beat you by 28. You can't play with the big boys in the conference. (laughs) And UC fans were like, what? Are these guys on, are are these guys on crack? Are these guys on, I don't know, something weird? You know, did they forget to take their medication this morning? It would have been really interesting to, you know, see if UC would have played BYU. You know, they said, oh, UC doesn't play anybody. Oh, BYU so much better. You know, they beat you by 20, whatever. And we never believed that. But we never got to see a BYU-Cincinnati matchup. It would have been really interesting. Because remember, that was in a COVID year. So matchups randomly were being scheduled left and right. What if BYU had come to play Cincinnati? Or what if Cincinnati had gone to Brigham Young? What if? We'll finally get to see that in the Big 12. We're all talking about these three teams from the American. But here's a program in BYU that has won a national championship in 1984. A true national championship. You talk about UC being able to hold over UCF's heads. Hey, we went to the you know college football playoff. Well, you, BYU fans can say, hey, we've won a national championship. We won an outright national championship when the BCS didn't even exist. When the final national champion was determined by a poll, an AP poll. Huh? You couldn't even imagine that in today's college football. But that's how it was back then. So BYU's got that. And it's also the holiness and the spirituality that you will feel when you go to a place like Provo, Utah. Salt Lake, you know, near Salt Lake City, you know, it's very religious out there. It's going to be very interesting because in Cincinnati, like, yeah, we think about the Catholic school system in Cincinnati. Now I'm not trying to make this religious base, but it is interesting to think about that rivalry in that regard. 
And don't think Cincinnati fans have forgotten that BYU doesn't think that UC can play with them. Don't think any Bearcats fan has forgotten about that time. I sure as heck haven't. It's wrong that BYU could play with Cincinnati. And maybe it was wrong in 2020. Or it's wrong that UC couldn't play with BYU. But now we'll get to see that. And that could start a rivalry. Iowa State could be another rivalry, close proximity. They've played, you know, the basketball program played a game at Iowa State years ago. I I don't know if that's going to actually be a rivalry or not, Bearcats and Cyclones. But, you know, it is proximity. You never know. Both programs are similar, basketball and, and football. So there is an intrigue there. Ohio State, you know, we've tossed that around before on this show. I don't know if that's a rivalry or not. I'm not sure if Cincinnati is quite at the level of talent Ohio State has, but it is something to think about. There, I think UC fans create a rivalry with Ohio State, and that's fine. Ohio State shrugs it off like, dude, come on, you ain't us. But Cincinnati fans would say, hey, we went to the CFP this year. You guys didn't even win your conference championship, nor did you guys play for one. So there is something to that rivalry. I think there is. But mainly UCF, Kansas, Houston, West Virginia, BYU. I like all those rivalries a lot better than Miami. Some football, some basketball, some both. You also have your crosstown shootout rivalry with Xavier. That's here to stay for the foreseeable future. Really is. That is going to do it for me today here on Lockdown Bearcats on a Wednesday, July 6th of 2022. Tomorrow, toughest games in the Big 12 for Cincinnati. We're staying on the Big 12 trend. I know I started the week with linebackers, but then bonus content, you got to, you know, I recorded Monday's show on Friday, so you got to, you know, stay up with the no. And right now, it's USC and UCLA are in the Big 10. The Bearcats are one year away from the Big 12. And where does UC stand in all this conference realignment? But we're going to talk about the toughest games UC will face once they join the Big 12. I'll have some for football, excuse me, and excuse me again, some for men's basketball. Thank you again for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen, Lockdown Big 12 everyday host Josh Neighbors and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the Big 12 in 30 minutes. Lockdown Big 12, your second listen. That's Lockdown Big 12. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's and N-A-T-I. And you can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, you can comment on the YouTube videos. I love seeing all the comments, love interacting with all of you guys. Been seeing more of those. That's great. Let's keep it going. We're up to 281 subscribers and counting. That is a large increase this week. So thank you very much for you know, subscribing to the podcast. Keep the subscribers coming. Keep the follows coming so you can get an alert every time we drop a new episode. For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.